Hi guys, this is Jervis here and welcome to another episode of the Ask JNA Show. And in today's episode, I'm going to answer the question. Jervis, can you give me a guide when choosing my BTO? Alright, stay tuned to find out. Okay, so I hope that you have already enjoyed the past two videos of the BTO series where I cover with you exactly which regions are performing the best, why are HDBs getting their $1 million mark. If you haven't watched those videos, go to the previous videos to watch them, okay? And in today's episode, I'm going to answer one of my followers' questions as to Jervis, can you provide a guide when choosing a BTO? Okay, I myself haven't bought a BTO before because my first property was a prior property and you haven't, if you haven't watched the video as to why I decided to buy a prior property, go and take a look, okay? But if you have, Okay, this guide is for those who are thinking of buying BTOs, right? I've done thorough research, I've done a webinar on this as well. I think the webinar photo is going to be here. And yes, okay, I'm going to give you a short guide on this, okay? This is going to be a short video, it's not going to be a long one because investing in real estate has to be simple, right? Sometimes it's just based on the fundamentals. It's not going to overcomplicate the process. We are not supposed to overcomplicate when it comes to investment, right? So one quote that I always tell my clients when choosing their HDB, all right? HDB, not private property, is this, right? Firstly, think about your future buyers, right? Who are your future buyers going to be based on the location you're going to stay in? Secondly, think about what the surrounding private property prices will be. And third, think about your location, okay? So there are really a lot of individuals after the webinar last week who's meeting me privately one-on-one -on -one to select the right BTO for them, okay? And I'm really thankful that I have the opportunity to help you select the dream home to start a family in. That to me is actually really amazing. Okay, so to me, the guide when choosing your BTO only has four steps. Okay, the first step is you gotta ask yourself, when you choose this BTO, are there better alternatives in your locality? Okay, not are there better alternatives in Singapore, right? In your locality, right? I would say about a 1 to 2 km radius, okay? Because that being said, you must ask yourself, how are the surrounding HDBs like? Are they older or are they new? Because if you are a BTO, if you are newer, you'll definitely be more attractive than the older HDBs. And secondly, ask yourself, how are their sizes like? Are the sizes way bigger than yours or are they the same, right? Because if their sizes are way bigger, and yes, they may be older, but they may be selling the price like yours after you MOP, you know, buyers may want to buy a bigger unit instead, okay? Next thing, ask yourself, how are their leases like, right? And third, ask yourself, how is their locality, okay? Because some people, when they buy the BTO, they say, hey, Jervis, I buy this BTO because nearby got Shengxiong, got Angmo, got uh, NTUC, got Giant. So people definitely want to buy my BTO. But then when I zoom in and we take a look at this entire place, right, we realize that actually this area got another 12 blocks of HDBs. And that's scary, like, which also means that you're competing with 12 blocks who are in the same locality. So future buyers who come in, they have total 13 blocks to choose from, not just your block, right? Even though yours is a new BTO, right? And last question you're gonna ask yourself is what is the difference in pricing when when choosing, when seeing whether are there better alternatives, right? See whether your pricing and the resale pricing is it similar or is your BTO pricing actually way higher than the resale pricing? Because eventually when you buy this BTO, you want to sell it for a profit. Right? And you must ask yourself, let's say today you buy a BTO at about $300,000, okay? And you want a profit of $150,000. So ask yourself, in eight years time, if 
if I were to sell it at $450,000, will buyers buy? Because let's say looking at the surrounding, everybody's selling at $300,000. There's a possibility that buyers won't buy, but if surroundings are going at about $400,380, yes, buyers will buy because yours is newer. Okay? So this is the first step. Ask yourself, are there better alternatives, right? Second question that I have for you is how are the differences in the price for your particular block and development? Okay, some individuals have asked me, Jervis, should I buy a high floor, low floor, mid floor, ground floor? Okay, if it's a clear investment strategy, okay, and if it's not for own stay, then ask yourself what are the price differences for different. Uh, floor levels, right? But if it's for own state, choose the floors that you like, choose the numbers that you like. Because ultimately, real estate actually, when you buy, it's a home. And a home is a place where you create memories, right? But let's say if you say, no, I'm buying it straight for investments, right? Then what you gotta do is that you gotta see what is the premium between the low and high floors. Let's say you are deciding between a 30th floor unit versus an 8th floor unit, and the price difference is just 3 or 4k, or maybe 6, 7k. Then go for it, right? But if the price difference is like 20, 30, 40k, then you must consider a little bit more. Because what I'll do is I'll take 30 minus 8 is 22, right? And let's say the price difference is $22,000. Then per floor, $1,000, is it worth it? That's a question that you have to ask yourself, okay? Because if you think it's worth it, go for it, alright? The next step that a lot of people miss out, okay? And we always do that for all our clients, is that you have to look at the URA master plan. You have to know what are the surrounding going to be like in the next 10 to 15 years, okay? Because some people, when they buy a HDB, you know, they know that there's going to be a CV in front of them, right? But because they did not check the URA master plan, in the next 5 or 10 years, there's going to be a high-rise building right in front of them. And when that happens, regardless of how high floor you're going to buy, the price is not going to be different because the view is going to be the same. So go and check it. If you don't know how to check it, contact me and I will help you in looking at the area, okay? So don't worry about that, okay? And ask yourself, are there going to be new developments? And what kind of developments, right? Are there going to be like commercial shops? Are there going to be new private properties? Is there going to be a new MRT line coming up? So these are the things that you have to check the URA master plan, all right? And lastly, ask yourself, what is your exit horizon? Are you thinking of staying in this BTO for a long term? This will determine what size you want to buy. Because in my first video about the BTO, what are the best performing BTOs, we realized that smaller BTOs are always performing than bigger ones. Let's say you just want to buy this BTO just for you and your partner, just for a while, then eventually you are going to just flip and go into a private property. Then you don't have to buy too big a BTO, right? One mistake that I always see young couples make is that they always buy big BTO. Three room, uh, not four room or even five room BTOs, just because they are preparing for space. And eventually, these rooms become store rooms and they have no use. And when they sell it, as proven in my previous video, that the returns are smaller and lesser than the smaller units want. So ask yourself, what is your exit horizon? If you have a long exit horizon, you love this place because you see your future kids studying there, you, you are, you're near your parents, then by all means buy a bigger one because you have to plan for your future family. But if it's going to be a BTO that you're going to flip, Right? Then don't buy a big one. Buy a smaller one will do if that fulfills you and your partner's needs. Okay? So I hope that this entire episode actually value add to you as this short guide that I always use when helping my clients choose their BTOs, right? If you love this video, share it with those who want information like this. Because I believe that in this market, no agents are talking about BTOs because simply put, we do not earn a single commission from selling or buying BTOs. But being in JNA Real Estate, we believe that we have to be the brand of our generation. We believe in being 100% objective in our brand, in our advice, and we believe in just value adding to all of you who spend your time watching this video till the end. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart and alongside me and my team, 
we are going to do our best to value it to you for the rest of your lives, right? Thank you so much for watching this video. And if you love this video, give us a like, comment, share it with your friends, all right? And stay tuned to the next episode of the Ask Jane Show.